Oh, and I can see that we're recording. Excellent news. Another smooth start to uh, <laughs> the latest episode of Communication. Did you How like you that, doing? by the way? Did you like that? Did you have you listened back to our our, our fresh start episode? And, of course, uh, I have. And just the the intro, I was really proud of that. I did that, and I like ran around to Jody's family, like, "Oh my god, listen to this!" In-. I was so proud of it. And it's just you going, <laughs> and "Oh shit, and we're recording downloads." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's they only listened to the first thirty seconds, but uh, they they did listen several times, mate. So it's all good. The the sad fact is, you are bang on. They did only listen to the first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fine. At least at least your family listen um uh, well not that I'm, not that i'm sad in any way <laughs> no. uh, i've got quite a large family so statistically i should be sad but never mind um <laughs> good well what a cheery start to uh, proceedings i'm buzzing for this <laughs> how is your day mate we're recording inside uh, over zoom obviously and uh, it's really nice outside it is glorious isn't it yeah no i'm very um i don't know I've just been out. I've just come back from a really nice walk where I was listening again to Richard Pryor, um, ready for for this show. Mate, uh, me and, too. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it was it was just so lovely. And then to come back inside and you know stare at my screen wasn't wasn't ideal. But we do it because we care for you, listeners. Um, dear so, listeners, dear hello, listeners. dear listeners, and <laughs> um, hello and welcome to uh, episode two of what is unofficially season two. Uh, I think this is episode 18, perhaps, of the pod, um, and mm. uh, technical director should should know that. But um, it is lovely to be back in your uh, company, back in your ears, as it were. Um, and yes, the sun is shining. Hopefully the sun is shining wherever you are. Um, mm. Tune in next week for more weather with Fitz. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can I can I so, start this show with just saying a massive thank you? We've had like a really lovely response to us coming back. Um, and it's just been really humbling. You know, we 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 didn't, you know, this podcast doesn't go out to millions of listeners. It just goes out to, I don't know, if you're listening to you. Um, and it's just <laughs> a lot of you have reached out to us, you know, whether it was via email and some of you have commented on some of our posts and stuff. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it really I'd, means the world when I, we... I would when echo we, that. When we get a notification on our phones and it says, "Hey, you've got one new message from somebody," and it's just, it's lovely. It's really lovely because I don't have many friends. Yeah, <clears throat> it is really lovely. So thank you um, to you all. And um, yeah, I agree. Sam really doesn't have very many friends. Um, so, <laughs> um, Mr. Turner, um, bore me with your life. How how are things? It's it's going good, mate. Yeah. So on last Friday, we signed our half of the contract. So we're just waiting for. Uh, the owner of the house to sign theirs and then uh yeah it will be we'll be all good and we'll be we've got a move very soon yeah amazing oh nice man congratulations thank you very much the other, only other thing that's happened as well is i've realized and i'm going to confess it on the pod i have a dear dear love for chick flicks <laughs> really wonder where that was going but okay um, um we, what, has, so, what has enlightened you this week well there's a show on netflix called the bold type um and it's just it's basically sex in the city but for millennials um right, and i okay. i love sounds sex like something i'm never ever gonna watch by the way yeah, but, no, okay don't, don't honestly don't but i'll, I'll is... live my life depressingly through you please continue <laughs> yeah. um it's just yeah it's about three millennials and it's basically sex and city ripoff they're writers at a magazine um so it is exactly the same 
but it's just really sweet and cute. And me and Jodie have just spent every evening so far just watching that with a glass of wine. And I'm in a very happy place with it. <laughs> well, I'm very, very pleased for you. Um, l- ladies and gents, uh, it's been an honour um, recording this this pod. Uh, today will be the final episode of The Musician. <laughs> um, too many skeletons in Sam's closet uh, for, for me to continue. So I respectfully bow out. Um, I think I think it's because it's been you know, <laughs> it's been way over a year now since I've had a night out with the band and like I had a proper like you know this is what I'm reduced to it now I've just been worn down. Lock, um, lockdowns melted your your brain and your heart. Yes, and my testicles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mate. No, no shame. Just just because I don't like it and will do whatever I can to to mock you. Um, it doesn't mean that it's not it's not good. If it brings you comfort, then it's it's fine with me. Fine Amazing. with me. Thanks. Thanks so much. Um, uh, what about you? Can you bore I'm me? With I'm yours? sure you'll be delighted with my approval now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> What's, uh, uh, um, yeah, bore, bore me with your life. I love that, by the way. Bore, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was very pleased to have remembered it. I would have been really annoyed if we'd recorded and I'd forgotten to say, bore me with your life. <laughs> um, so how are things? Broadly fine, um, I think. Uh, very, very much in the tired camp at the moment. Did not sleep very well last night, but I won't bore you with that. Um, otherwise, yeah, things are good, man. Things are good. Things are starting to open up. So um, Gemma's gone to see her friend today, socially distanced, which is amazing news uh, for several reasons. Number one, because um, she's not here. Uh, and number two, in the nicest possible way. Um, but number two, because I've been invited to go and see my friend uh, on Thursday, and now I have got a pass to do that without any guilt whatsoever. So, um, yeah, and I can say that with pretty much uh, absolute certainty that Gemma won't listen. So cheers, Jim. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, all right, man. Business is ticking along. I'm buzzing to be back recording with you. I've had uh, a lot of fun listening to um, John Mayer and Richard Pryor. Um, the mm. uh, the the Richard Pryor I was just listening to on my way back, and the start of uh, Life from the Sunset Strip is just so funny. Um, it was yeah, it was it was really really good. So I enjoyed that a lot. Enjoyed that. Good, a lot. good man. Oh, You're glad. looking quite blank faced. Yeah, well, I am a little bit because um, I listened to Richard Pryor's uh, Wanted uh, live show. <laughs> <laughs> And um, I am serious. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the the reason I did that is because during our last episode, you said, uh, listen to Richard Pryor's Wanted. Um, (laughs) Did I? (laughs) Yeah, you did. Did I really? Yeah. Um, (laughs) This is a cracking. Good. So, yeah, basically what's happened, Um, listeners, if you're if you're still with us, um, I've listened to. Are you fucking with me, by the way? No, (laughs) no. I've listened to the Richard Pryor uh, comedy special called Wanted. Um, what Fitz has listened to is whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> uh, I mean, the, the the one slight kind of glimmer of hope there is that it wasn't my homework to to listen to the comedy. <laughs> yeah. um, in my defence, so that's that's good. Um, well, we are off to a, a shambolic uh, start uh, mm. yet again. Well, let's. Um, why don't seemingly let's, my fault? Good. Yeah, seemingly your fault. <laughs> Now, um, let, let's. Why don't we start with something that we both listen to, and then we'll finish the show on the possible <laughs> abysmal end of what I've listened to against what you've listened to. Um, Mate, I think, I think, um, we, yeah, let's let's start with uh, let's start with John Mayer, um, and I'm more than happy to 
offer my thoughts on said album uh, and then we'll we'll muddle our way through <laughs> we'll muddle our way through so so basically john mayer uh it was an interesting choice for me um now the reason i say that is because i guess when i kind of thought of the concept uh or when i i know we thought of it together but when i considered the process uh, the concept of me going through albums that i'd never listened to i kind of thought it would be because there are so many i thought it would go down like the more classic route i suppose mm. so um you know i'm wearing a dark side of uh the moon t-shirt currently. And have you ever um, listened to that no no uh, <laughs> i mean i probably have i probably have in part but um it's reasonably comfy which is my main <laughs> motivation for wearing. can i can i share something with you yeah, please. Yeah, musicians hate people like you. Like, we fucking hate <laughs> people like you. Don't wear a T-shirt if you've not even listened to the album. Um, yeah, but, mate, I've got a Dirty Blueprint T-shirt. and I don't know if you have, because we haven't got them. We're not that big. <laughs> <laughs> if you have, can I have one too? <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, so, I, I mean, I guess I guess I kind of thought that it would be down, down that route, you know. So I kind of mm. looked at Rolling Stone... Um, best albums ever list and I thought you know I mean it's a long old list I think there were 500 albums um, and that's kind of where I thought it would go so it was interesting when you said John Mayer um, now you also said something really interesting which was um, that he said later on having released the album so the album that I'm kind of doing some kind of attempt to review I suppose is uh, Room for Squares which was his first album, which you said there were quite a few songs on there that he hated. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, he he said this a few times, but the last time he said it and the last time I heard it is actually when I went to see him in uh, the London O2. And um, he said in there, he's just like, there, there, are, there are certain lyrics in some of the songs that he absolutely despises. And he just... He, he regrets ever writing them um, purely because he now has to sing them because the album went so big. Um, for example, in the song, Your Body is a Wonderland, probably one of the biggest songs on there. Uh, he sings the lyric and I can't remember the, the kind of prerequisite to it, but the lyric is, and your bubble gum tongue. And mm. he just, he's like, you know, he said, I was in my twenties. I was a kid. And, I just yeah he just wanted something to rhyme and that's what he that's what he made fit and it just um it just didn't you know didn't didn't age well should we say it just makes him sound like a child when he sings that now yeah maybe I mean I think that I I mean not not dis discounting that at all but f so for me personally cards on the table I was I lo I've listened to it several times I've listened to it kind of when I've been walking the dogs or when I've walked to work and it was and I don't obviously that he's very talented, no, no denying that, but it kind of for me was like almost background noise, and that's probably really harsh, but it didn't really um I don't know, it didn't really kind of grab me, you know, it didn't really kind of get me hooked, as it were. Um now that said, there were some there were some really cool tunes on there. I, I really like Neon and I found myself um kind of uh, humming along slash singing along to, to Neon. Um, that was really good. But then I kind of, I don't know, am I, am I being harsh by saying that they kind of all sound a little bit samey? Is that something that you as a uh, John Mayer apologist would 
agree with for his early stuff because it is a it is his early stuff so if i it do is, insult yeah. someone that you love then you know they've grown no no this is exactly why i chose this album i didn't choose this album because it's john mayer's best album i chose it because it's probably one of john yes, mayer's mate. most yeah, <laughs> it's probably one of his most controversial albums in the fact of it was his start it's what made him so big and so famous obviously he had the john mayer trio um mm. A kind of just before and you know this was when he wanted to do his solo work still with the same musicians but just adding a lot more musicians um and it was yeah it, that's that's the reason i wanted it because it has got some absolute bangers on that you mentioned neon um neon is a song that's kind of always been with him and it's actually making a comeback now because i don't know if you know this or not listeners um and yourself john mayer is now on tiktok it is the best thing of my life and i'm I love it so much. Um, but he did a lesson on how to play Neon. And it's the most incredible thing because as he's, you might just think that he's playing the guitar, but he actually, he shows you on TikTok that he he's actually using his right hand, his strumming hand to be more um, percussive. So to use his right hand as a drum, and it just so happens that they're hitting the strings at the same time and everything else is controlled in his left hand. Like the 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 kind of, the way that intricacy yeah the, exactly thank you the the int- intricacy to to those songs are are phenomenal but you've also then got some songs like my body is a wonderland which are just kind of four core wonders for you know the 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 pop people um so if you look at his stuff now what john mayer puts out is whatever john mayer wants to put out and that's the way it should be every artist needs this album that have kind of got those songs that will get you listened to, to be able to get yeah. to that point. Look at the Arctic Monkeys. I get that. You know, their, their latest album was a massive flop, but that's because it's what they wanted to put out, but they've had to release a couple of albums to get the massive backing so they can do that. Um, and yeah, I, I love it. But what, what other thoughts have you got on it? What other songs um, do you like? I think, I, I think, I think what you said there is entirely fair enough. You know, obviously I, have not and um let's face it will probably never release uh, a debut album or indeed a follow-up <laughs> album that difficult second album won't be so really difficult for me because um i won't fucking do it um but but yeah so i i do i do 100 get that and you know perhaps perhaps i'm being really harsh but i i suppose it's it's one of those if you can listen to it when you're kind of um you've got both headphones in and th- there's nothing else in the world I, I bet that i would i bet that i would get a lot more from it and i would listen to it and in probably a, a, a different light because i am of <clears throat> i am a really big fan of kind of singer songwriters you know so i've i've always enjoyed shouting slash singing in some um attempt of singing anyway so you know the the many 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 singer songwriters that are out there that i really enjoy you know from james morrison when i was younger to you know even like ed sheeran i love i love some of that that stuff so it it was a weird one for me because i I kind of feel almost like john mayer was different in that i see but perhaps it's because i see john mayer more as a guitarist rather than like a singer songwriter yes and is that is that like a, that's, a, a, the smile on your face? That's I know. I'm so proud. It of makes you me right very now. proud. <laughs> yeah, did absolutely. Good? You did. You did really good, and that's exactly have, it. And have you have you seen League of Gentlemen? Uh, yes, I have. 
there's a, there's a bit where Tubbs goes, did Tubbs do right? And Edward <laughs> goes, you did it beautifully, Tubbs. And I feel, I feel very much like that now. Good. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, so that you couldn't have said it more perfectly is that John Mayer is a guitarist. And there are mm. some songs in here where you get that, like Neon, for example, you understand that he is a guitarist. Can but we his... um, just very quickly, sorry, to before I forget, uh, we, you know, that if you go on iTunes or uh, Apple Music, whatever you want to call it, um, if you click play on a song before you buy it on iTunes store, for example, it'll play a little sample. Does yeah. that little sample that means, does that mean we can use that little sample in the song for without fear of in, in the podcast, without fear of being sued? Is no. it just only a tiny snippet? No, you can't, you can't do anything. I've been looking at this and I really can't find a way unless you have their direct permission to play even a clip. It's a real shame. Well, you're a fan of him. Give him a shout. Um, <laughs> but in, in the meantime, dear listener, um, I guess um, for, for next week, perhaps if you want to um, join in on our kind of conversation or debate, give give the album a listen as well. Not now, obviously, not now. I, I, I cannot stress enough. Not now. Now is us time. <laughs> yeah, no, now, shut up and listen to us. Um, but no, you're, 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 you're bang on. He is a guitarist. Um, if you look at his work from kind of then to now, um, mm. So after this, every album does kind of reiterate that and it reiterates how much of a guitarist he is and how much of an incredible guitarist he is. He is phenomenal. Um, the album Continuum, which at some point we will revisit John Mayer and I'll get you to listen to that. Um, mm. And you can really feel that come across. So you're, you're, <clears> so, you're so perfect when you say that. And thank you for, for saying that. Um, this can album you um, is... do me do me one really quick favor? Can you just uh, at some point when you edit this, just cut that little bit there? You're really perfect. Uh, that's <laughs> if you can just give that to me, then that'll be my message tone every time you uh, send me a message. Thanks. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> no, 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 absolutely. But no, you're, that, thank you for saying that. Um, it's I, I'm so glad that you've picked up the picked up on the fact that he is uh, primarily a guitarist. He has got a good voice, but it's not like a groundbreaking voice. Um, mm. And I think this this album was his way of kind of getting into that, put in a few songs which are kind of just guitar and make people want more to get them to buy that second album when he then puts more guitar into it. Good Fair enough. Yeah. Good shout. <clears throat> um, yeah. So um, shout out to Jordan Savage, who is a friend and colleague of ours. We were at work the other day and he asked a personal voice assistant to um, play another John Mayer album, a live one. Is Continuum mm. live? Uh, there is a Continuum live, yeah. It might, it might have been that one. Um, but the first song that, that came up on that album uh, was Neon, albeit like a live kind of version of, so probably not Continuum. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was just really interesting because he's, he's very, very musically minded. He knows very well um, lots of music. And what wonderful English there. He knows very well lots of <laughs> music. Um, it's like I've just used that personal voice assistant to translate from Russian or something. Um, uh, but yeah, so he, he spoke as well about exactly the same as you've said, you know, the first album. In fact, his, his response when he came in is like, why are you listening to this album? There's like way better albums, which I suppose is, is an interesting um, kind of take. If, if obviously, you know, the the artist i suppose it's kind of similar to to comedians in a way you know most comics that have done hour-long shows you know they would probably say that the later stuff is 
is better because mm. you know when you first do an album i guess there's probably a a, a certain amount of uh well i've got 10 tracks that i really like would you say the album needs to be 15 or 14 or whatever cool uh yeah that'll do kind of thing which i think if you're a comedian doing an hour you know you've probably got bits that perhaps you wouldn't put in if you had a bit more stuff in your repertoire as it were but yeah yeah i don't know but i did i did enjoy it um to sum up my kind of thoughts i did um like i say it didn't grab me it didn't grab me but then um by the sounds of it you kind of knew that it wouldn't <laughs> yeah absolutely um, I, I i wanted to start this off with digging into your critique brain and kind of make you thinking about not the music that makes you because you're gonna i'm gonna make you listen to albums that you're gonna absolutely hate um and really I, <laughs> yeah 100 percent. but i want you to be able to find the kind of i'm, I'm gonna make you listen to my stand-up because you're gonna absolutely <laughs> hate it <laughs> uh, i know all your jokes is fine um so yeah. i um yeah True. i want you to listen to music and, and i want you to find the why behind the music because i think that's really really important is that the why 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 is that a thing why does this album exist even if you don't like it um and by finding those songs like neon in this album you then understand mm. oh okay it's because he's he's kind of really digging into what he wants to be doing in the future um and he's really he's kind of neon is in this album his experimentation for his next album um so yeah that's that's kind of where we're going to go with it so yeah nice thank you um I'm so glad i mean you the, the other <laughs> didn't hate it um so i mean the other thing to say is that i have just used a um virtual search assistant to discover that um for nearly 4.5 million copies of that album were sold so you know obviously there's people out there who who do love it and who who did really like it and you know i'm very okay to accept that i'm probably in the in the minority and i didn't hate it definitely not if you are listening john mayer and we'd be more than happy for you to come on the pod like not not a problem um anytime um in fact that would be great if if you know john mayer then give him a shout um and i'll delete this entire episode (laughs) (laughs) i think it's really Um, important to remember though that it was 2001 um and mm. it is a very 2001 album when you listen to it i cannot hear that without See, I hear 2001 and it's all about Dr. Dre. And that is an album that I would love to and, and be more than happy to discuss at length. Um, perhaps that's one for, for another time. Um, Agreed. But yeah, no, it was it was um, it was good. It was good, man. It was a good experience. It was interesting to um, it was interesting to listen to it with a different kind of point of view. You know, normally I just shove something on and normally if i'm honest i listen to something that i already know you know it's not that frequently i listen to new music so um yeah it's it was good and i thank you for your suggestion ah no it's um it was a pleasure i'm i'm super glad to do it and like i say you know i will obviously give you albums that you you will enjoy and you'll discover (laughs) you might like (laughs) yeah that that you'll discover and you'll be like oh my god i need to listen to more of those but there is also that side of it that's going you know we're not doing we're doing this because you need to kind of you know we want to learn um and you need to you need to kind of understand the music behind it nice nice switcheroo there from because you need to you need to learn fits (laughs) do you not remember series one some of your basic (laughs) basic errors you need to learn Um, there is nice switch to you know you we want to learn (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, exactly cool
Shall we um shall we go from there and shall we go into whatever this is about to be? Um where well, I've let's, watched the let's, correct one. Or listen yeah, to so it. let's let's preface this by saying that I <clears throat> I think I probably have watched this and I'm almost certain I will have done, but it would have been years ago on VHS. Um, when I probably, if I'm honest, had no right to at that at that age be watching Richard Pryor. So I think <laughs> that I would I would really value your thoughts. You know, obviously I'm familiar with Richard Pryor's work, and um, yeah, what what did you think of Wanted, which was not the album that I listened to most recently to try and learn, so I could input on this conversation. <laughs> no, no, it's absolutely cool. And actually, what I've done is because I don't want to quote Richard Pryor because you know I'm not going to do his jokes a serv- uh, like a service. Probably a good thing. Uh... Yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially with some of the jokes that he mentions, I probably can't touch that. Um, Multitude so, of reasons. Yes. Yeah. The first thing is that this is just an audio comedy only, so there is no video of this. And first of all, I thought I've never done that before. I've never listened to a comedy. I've I've only ever experienced stand up from listen to a comedy. No, but no, you, you know you know what I mean. Like I've only you ever very much reminded me of Gemma's mum the other day, who um I I said, oh yeah, there were some people smoking weed when I was up walking. What? And she went, what? There's weeders round here. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's not what you call them. Um, but yeah, you you listen to a comedy, mate. So, uh, yeah, I I've never I've only ever watched them. I've only ever seen them on stage. I've never actually just had them just the audio file and it was it was super interesting it's on apple music spotify all of that um it's an hour and a half long um and they are split up into 17 and i actually really enjoy it so it's split up into 17 different tracks and it's obviously you know each track is the kind of what the joke is called as it were as a song title um but it makes it really nice if you need to stop or if you you know you want to go back and revisit a joke because you just found that section hilarious i think it's really really cool um, so I will be wanting from you some more of that because I don't know. It's like podcasting before podcasting was a thing. Well, quite a lot of um, quite a lot of comics like John Robbins, for example, and probably millions more um, release mm. albums on um, Bandcamp. And in fact, in America, you know, the concept of a comedy album is much, much more. Um, I guess prevalent than it is than it is here. So, yeah, I think I think it's a really good way of. Uh, I guess it's a really good way of kind of drinking the content in for want of consuming the content because, you know, if it, if it's audio, you can have both headphones in and you can kind of shut yourself off from the world a little bit. And if you're walking along and something really funny is said, um, <laughs> there's there's no better thing. I love walking along and seeing someone just absolutely piss themselves laughing <laughs> and you're just like yeah they're, they're listening to something good yeah and this happened multiple times i've listened to this whilst walking the dogs a couple of times and um yeah it was just brilliant i mean he opens the show and he's immediately like laughing at himself and like making jokes about himself and it starts and bear in mind this album came out in 1978 yeah so I've no idea of the times about there, but it starts with him saying, well, you know, basically along the lines of, you've seen my story in the news. I can't believe you actually came out to see me after all of this. And I think what actually happened is that he had a car crash and his wife was in it. And uh, now I think what he's, he's saying in there is basically... You're saying I tried to kill you. I'm saying I was trying to kill the car, not you. You just happened to be in it. Um, <laughs> like it's really, really funny. So it, it was obviously like a drink driving accident that happened, um, and it's it's really, really great. Allegedly. But I love allegedly. 
But I love the fact <laughs> that when he's telling a story in 1978, me in 2021, I can still laugh along because just the <clears> way that he's explaining it and expressing his feelings is just, I don't know, you just, you can just understand it. Timeless. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it really is timeless. And it, it was fantastic. You've, you've, you've hit the nail on the head there. And it's something that's really kind of, I guess, a mark of excellent excellent comics is that it doesn't matter you know where you're listening to it or when you're listening to it or watching it or whatever if something's funny it's funny you know and if you can you almost be transported back to that time and you kind of uh, uh, yeah I, I think you've I'm very proud proud dad moment <laughs> <laughs> well thank you very much um yeah no it was it was really really cool and I, later on we'll talk about that again because uh, as we get further down um he does that again and it, it's another bit where i'm just like this is fantastic how you're 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 able to recall a historical moment and i no idea i didn't even know it existed but I, yeah i still know what you're going on about it was excellent one of the things that first stood out for me um was he his kind of first two songs if you like of the of the um the album are um he's talking about kind of uh, the black lives and the police right. and we'll, we'll lightly touch on this we won't go too far into it because otherwise we'll be here for uh, for hours but yeah. it was it was super um it, it was hysterical the things that he was saying um but it was also so hard to listen to because it's all the same stuff that we're hearing now yeah, and it's crazy, it yeah. is, it's just it was just really really tough but you know it, it's he was able to he's clearly um he, he mentions that he's you know talking to a room full of black the black community with a few white folk thrown in <laughs> like there's not yeah. many white people there but there are some um and and it was yeah it was it was just amazing to see how he was able to make light of that in in you know back then it would have been really really tough um i just wanted to bring it up to say it's just a shame that it's still going on um Mate, absolutely <clears throat> yeah absolutely and even more so as we record you know obviously um derek is it chauvin um the police officer who killed um george floyd you know he's yeah. he's on trial yeah man it's um <clears throat> yeah sobering stuff it is sobering stuff yes absolutely but we won't we won't spend too much time on that because like i say we're, you know we're gonna keep it short but but yeah i think what you've got to remember is that it's a comedy special so he's yeah. dealing with that as a theme which let's face it is not a very funny kind of topic and idea but you know there there will be and i can't actually remember the the bit that you're referring to because i'm an idiot and i listened to the wrong <laughs> fucking one um but but it's it, there will be multiple 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 moments where the whole audience is like fit to piss themselves with laughter you know and and that's that's the skill that is where oh, i must admit even i was that was definitely one of those jokes where i was walking down the street and i was pissing myself and it was only after i went mm. oh that's a little bit sad <laughs> but that's now like you know <laughs> do you know what i mean it's it's really interesting but so do you think <clears throat> do you think if richard pryor was a stand-up comedian now do you oh. think that he would be and this this is an interesting question so obviously he wouldn't be able to do and say a lot of the stuff that he was said but what what are your thoughts on that if if he was transported into 2021 or if let's richard, say 2019 comedy yeah. <laughs> when there was actually comedy if richard Pry i don't so if he wasn't allowed to say the things that he said i don't think richard Pryor would be a comedian 
from my the stuff that I've seen of him on YouTube back when I was a kid, and then this show, he it's a really tough one because the first like four or five tracks are all about the black community and he he kind of but but the whole way through it leads me on really nicely to to one of my next points where what he, Richard Pryor during the show he recognizes that there are white people and black people in his audience and he caters for both of them all of the time he mm-hmm. he every joke that he's got he goes well this is what the black man would do this is what the white man will do and it's a really, really clever way of kind of bringing it to just a room of community rather than two different communities in a room. Um, and it was fantastic. I, With the first few tracks, I would say no. He wouldn't suit 2020 or 2019. Um, but as we go on and he starts talking about the way that his grandma disciplined him and he starts telling a story, if a white man gets bit by a snake... And then against what a black man does if he gets bit by a snake. Just a random, you know, just obviously just a thought that came to him one day. Mm-hmm. Yes, he could. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 1978. The N-word is thrown in pretty much every sentence. So if he was comfortable, I don't know if he'd be comfortable enough to not put that in there because that's him, isn't it? That's his yeah, it's an impossible question to be fair because if he was, you know, if if you're a comedian and you are, um, you know, skilled in the craft, then, you know, I've got no doubt that he could adjust if he needed to, or at least most people. But I think, I think what's a part of the reason I asked the question is because he is so known for, you know, he will say whatever the fuck he wants, and yeah. you know, similar to Bill Hicks, you know, which is another one that's got to, got to go on the list as well at some point. You know, they they do not give a flying monkeys about about anything other than making people laugh and yeah, yeah I, I i think i think you could probably transfer the skills um almost certainly yeah face, I th- he's a better, he was a better comedian than i will ever be but <laughs> well yeah and he's he was just for your disagreement there thanks i mean you know he's richard <laughs> um <laughs> he's just yeah it I think he would. He's the, the you know, if you think about his like comedic timing, it is perfect. He will talk over the laughter because he's just like, no, no, no. You might be laughing now, but wait till my fucking punchline comes, and then yeah. he'll drop his punchline, and then it will just be hysterics. And he's phenomenal at that. He's just like, and he'll know when to stop so the crowd can have a quick moment, but then he'll start talking over them. Or he knows when to stop and he'll leave it for a minute because it's just that space makes them laugh and with uncertainty of what's coming next. Um, so his certainly his skill could definitely be transferred. Um, it just might be his material that needs adaptation. Um, <laughs> a tweak. <laughs> yes. Let's call it a tweak. Let's call it, absolutely. Um, if you haven't heard it, though, I really recommend that you go and give it a listen. It is available everywhere. Just type in Richard Pryor at Fitch. You might want to take a note of this. Um, it's called Richard Pryor <laughs> Wanted. Um, Very good. And Very it's, good. Avail- it's available everywhere. Just go go and try it because it's fantastic. I guarantee you within the first two tracks, which are about nine minutes or so, you will be in hysterics. Um, and as it goes down the list, it gets more and more kind of um, okay for everybody to listen to. Let's put it that way um you know it's very much politically correct that would probably be yeah absolutely it's um 
yeah, the first few tracks are very much influenced by the black community that are there in the audience. And he is loving that. And he's loving that back and forth. Obviously, it's a very current situation for him um, with him apparently crashing his car and trying to kill his wife. Um, and then it, it kind I'm, of flows. It flows down into more. I'm of just so pissed off. Stories. I listened to the wrong one. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I just, I, I'm sat here like. <clears throat> I'm kind of upset as well because I know that you would love it. Like this is this is you would absolutely love this, but it's you can listen to it in your own time and tell us what you think next week. Um, <laughs> so it starts off. It's it's New Year's Eve. Um, so track one is New Year's Eve, and then <laughs> literally the second track is White and Black People. So he's going straight into the differences as white and black people, um, and then that's when he starts talking about the police. Then he goes into the differences of white and black funerals, and then he yeah. goes into the discipline. <clears throat> so what the white and black, and you can see the theme kind of creating here. Then he goes into the discipline, and this discipline is about his grandmother and the differences in white and black discipline. And then he goes into heart attacks, um, and that's just a really really funny bit. He's like, "Has anybody here had a heart attack?" And the room's silent. He went, no, nah, nobody ever admits it. It's just bad indigestion if you're white. <laughs> and it's just, he just goes on and on. And it's um, then he talks about Muhammad Ali. And that's a really great point because he talks about a fight that I've never seen it, but is it was Muhammad Ali and another black man. I don't know who it was. He doesn't mention the name, but he's just like, there are two black men making art. But when the white man see it, because one of them didn't die, it's not good enough. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> And then he does keeping in shape. So the difference between white and black men keeping in shape and how they run and that the, the black men only run when they really have to. Um, uh, and it's, yeah, <laughs> it just goes down the list, but it is, it is that <clears throat> constant throughout the whole thing is that this constant of how black people react against how white people react. And it's just, it's really, it's just a great way. Like this show would do very well nowadays in terms of the differences, in terms of, you know, there we all do react differently, but we <clears throat> we react differently in, in in these situations. But actually, we are all still human. Um, I mean, it was just it's just fantastic. And please just go and watch it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So I I know for a fact that I have definitely definitely watched it because there's a lot of like the the camera bit. I I know I remember um tired tiredness and parenting is 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 really really tough on the old brain but um but yeah there's lots of bits there that i do kind of recall and remember and it's it's it, i guess the reason that we chose it albeit me forgetting which one i chose but it's you know it's a seminal it's a seminal classic you know it's mm. it's something that if you were starting out in the world of stand-up comedy you would be well advised to to go and watch that as as one example of of how to hold a room you know how yeah. to uh, it's got like a, a, a great narrative arc uh, if that's the expression and he's absolutely absolutely hilarious and that's that's what it comes down to you know whether you you summed up really nicely whether he's got uh, whoever's in the audience you know he will he will play to that room which is what great comics do you know you play to the room that you've got and as a as a newer comic it's very unlikely Richard Pryor would have have done very many of these but you know you will sometimes turn up to a gig that you've you're pumped for and you've prepared you've prepped really well for you'll get there and instead of there being 100 people there might be 10 but you can only play to the audience that you've got and if you play your heart out to those 10 people because they've made the choice to come and see you you know then you will be a much much better comic for that for sure 
Yeah, absolutely. And it was, it, like I say, it was really evident how well he, how good he was at, at reading the room and at understanding, you know, he, there was one bit where um, somebody got up out of their seat, a white person got up out of their seat and a black man took that seat. And when the white person came back, he just made a little bit on it, just like, see, lose your seat. <laughs> like, and he, he goes into then, then he goes into how the differences of the white man and the black man is the white man booked that seat six months ago. The black man stood outside two minutes before saying there's only tickets left. And no, so he broke in and now he's stealing your seat. <laughs> it's just, it, I don't know, he's just kind of majestic in the way that he did it. Um, but when you do listen to it, just remember that it is it's not a pc show um mm. it's you know you're not listening to michael it's mcintyre not, it's, it's not yeah it's not one to um kind of get on in the background while you're having dinner no exactly yeah no sure. that's that's exactly it. it is definitely um <clears throat> one to listen to with yourself if you're comfortable enough to do so because it's it's brutal but it's brilliant very nice so do we in this new format in which we find ourselves um do we therefore um, offer a review? So would you rate that? And should Ooh, I rate yes. John Mayer? Yes, I suppose absolutely. we ought to really. Yeah, it would be the right thing to do. Now, how do we want to do it? Do we want to do like five thumbs or what's our measurement? Five, 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 five. Um, or how about this? Listeners, <clears throat> tell us what you'd like our measurement to be. For this week, we'll go with stars because we're basic. Um, but for when you listen you're to this, yeah, you're basic. Um, but when you listen to this, let us know, message in, and tell us what you think our rating should be, and we'll roll with that. Yep, fair um, enough. Five so Maverick bars. Can we go point fives as well? Can we go to like? Can we go into? I think we can do point fives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to give this show. Um, a, I'm well. I say point fives. I'm going to give this show a four. Okay. Because the first time I listened to it, I was just like, oh my God, this is not PC. Um, and I think that's just because of the world we live in and what's happening right now in it. When I listened mm. to it through a second time, I was just like, okay, now I can really see the comedy. And his skill was sublime. So I'm going to give it a four. Four out of five. Fair enough. <clears throat> Sam's rating four. Can't argue with that. Um, so <laughs> John Mayer. What about John Mayer? Um, <laughs> I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? Because five stars, obviously, for me, it wasn't a five-star album. Um, uh, and I think, I don't want, again, I don't want to be harsh, but I think probably in terms of like enjoyment of listen and, you know, a five-star album, Dre 2001, I'd listen to anytime, anywhere, any place, whenever. Um, this one, I would, I'd, I'd go two and a half, I think. And that's... I, you know, I can appreciate the skill and I can appreciate that it was his first album. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got to be real, haven't I? And I think two and a half stars is, is about where I'm, I'm at with it. Sorry, John. No, no, I, I would probably, if I'm honest with you, as a super John Mayer fan, uh, I mean, the boy's on my arm. Um, mm. So he's on my tattoo. So, you know, as a super John Mayer fan, I would probably rate it the same. Um, See, that's interesting, isn't it? 
<clears throat> I, th- I think you're right and that's but that's because i know all of his other work and i know his other work yeah. really really well so um <laughs> it's um i mean I, I love you to bits and um you know i'd forgive you anything but but choosing for me for the first album <laughs> an album that you yourself despite being a huge fan of the guy you yourself were rated two and a half is a bit fucking harsh <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what else is harsh as well uh, giving giving somebody uh a a some homework and then forget yeah, what yeah. you gave them. Uh, so. Yeah, touche, touche. Lessons, lessons for next week. Um, talking uh, of... We're back. We're back, gang. We're <laughs> back, back with a bang. Um, talking of next week. So as we are recording this right now, I don't know mm. if you know this, uh, it is currently International Women's Month. I think it would be, albeit late, um, classic Salmon Fitz, but I feel like it would be <laughs> prudent for us to give ourselves some homework. Um, that is uh, some women. So I'm you want mine. to give us women as homework. Do you want to rephrase that? No, I'm good. Are you happy, are you happy with how that came across? <laughs> yeah, have a woman for your homework. I think what Sam's trying to say is that as we are studying the works of celebrated artists, um, we're going to, um, which we would be more than happy to anyway, of course, but as it's International Women's Month, uh, we're going to choose the works of female artists is that right yeah that's uh yeah yeah that'd be the one yeah look look at me at the back end of the richard Pryor set much more (laughs) much more pc good um (laughs) so yeah man well i i think i I think i know who i'd like you to to watch and it's one that i'm will watch as well um which is Catherine ryan um there's a special on netflix at the moment uh called glitter room um, okay. and it's, if I'm honest, it's not a work that I'm particularly familiar with myself. So I look forward to kind of watching it from that perspective and she's fantastic. I think she's an absolutely brilliant comic, um, razor sharp. And I think that you'll have a lot of fun listening to that. So there you go. That's, that's my homework for you, mate. Catherine Ryan. Love it. I look forward to that. Um, and yours is another personal favorite of mine is Shania Twain. Um, I love Shania Twain. If you ask Taylor Swift, she'll say that. Uh, Shania is her absolute idol don't give me that Shania is queen of country um, right and apart from Dolly maybe but anyway uh, so Shania Twain's got a really interesting album it's an album called Up um, You, she's got and it actually comes in multiple different versions and I'd like you to experience the different versions so oh listen, to, listen to the red version <laughs> of the album I'll right. send you a link over to it listen to the red album and then I want you to choose some of your favorite songs from the Red Album and then listen to them in the other colors. So the reason I say that is because you've got the Red Album, which is her pop album. And then she does the same album in gr- the Green Album, which is country. And I think she's got Blue, which is like electronica. And they, they're all just slightly different. And it was one big experimentation between her and her ex-husband. Um, and it was... I, I think it sounds to me like the reason that they broke up. <laughs> no, no, he cheated on her with her best friend. And that's a whole other story. Oh, I <laughs> um, see. Good. Um, so, yeah, no, it's it's a really, really great album. And I th- I do think it's probably my favourite Shania Twain album. So I think you'll enjoy it. Well, I, t- I tell you what, when you said the S word, um, I must admit I was, I was, I don't know, perhaps I, but again, perhaps I'm being too harsh. The whole point of this is to explore artists that I don't know. So, um I was I, I take back my initial disappointment. You have sold that album 
concept very interestingly so um yeah all right man i, I look i look forward to that and are we not sorry a for... fan <clears throat> um i mean i like some of her songs I'm obviously desperately <laughs> trying to crowbar uh in that don't impress me much and, and stuff like that um is that shania twain yeah uh, yeah 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 it is yeah Phew. you're on the right track <laughs> we nearly had another moment there didn't we um <laughs> But yeah, I, I, it's it's not an artist that I would necessarily listen to. You know, I, I, I think the the world we live in, everything's so accessible, which is great. And for me, it's it's going to be another kind of slightly out of the comfort zone listen, I guess. Um, but she's quite successful, isn't she, old Shania? So I'm sure there's incredibly there. so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Like like when you say successful, <laughs> you mean she basically ruled the world for quite a long period of time um Ooh. so yeah absolutely good you love good, it good. You well love it. <clears throat> so shania twain up red and um see how i get on and you've started yes. me on the pop version which is uh always always interesting it's it's the uh the one that they put out first so they launched the nice. pop version first so that's why i want you to start there for future reference by the way i don't know um much of the work of like taylor swift um, Beyonce, I don't know much. So we've got a wealth of um, amazing female artists for me to listen to. And I'm going to start my education with Shania Twain. Yeah, I, oh, I mean, yeah. When, when you're wearing a Pink Floyd t-shirt and you've never even listened to the band, I'm very aware <laughs> that you don't know much. Don't worry. I mean, I've, I'm sure I've listened to them at some point, mate, but I, you know, <laughs> it's, I've got a lot going on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, I will. I will speak to you next week, my friend. Uh, nice. enjoy your homework and i love you goodbye thanks mate it's been a pleasure and thank you um all for listening to us um you've said goodbye but we've got some very important things to do before uh before we go samwise is that not true um oh we do of course yeah you've got to shout out the socials haven't you absolutely where where can people find us and follow us at com musician pod everywhere yeah you can um we are we're really really excited to be back guys and girls and thank you so much for uh for taking the time to listen to us if you have enjoyed the pod then um do feel free to share it with loved ones throw it in a, a group chat or whatever it's always good to um to be listened to by more people we would love it uh, it would certainly put a smile on our face and if you've got a second and you want to go on iTunes or wherever you get your music and give us a little review, uh, that would also be humongously appreciated and uh, will take fractions of your time for lots and lots of joy. So, um, yeah, totally worth it, I would say. I completely agree. <laughs> if you can if you can tell everybody that you know about this pod, uh, we would be eternally grateful. Um, I think I put it in a social media post uh, earlier that the uh, like a small, small moment of your time could lead to a huge moment for us um and we would love nothing more than to be doing this uh as not just like a, a quick thing that we have to do each week but as as like a, a main task of ours each week so please please get in uh, <laughs> really, get... really making podcasting sound like a fucking slog mate i really enjoy this <laughs> <laughs> oh, rather than the thing that we have to do Ugh. um we can, I know you know, some, sometimes we, you know, we're we're at the end of the week and we're like, shit, we haven't recorded yet. Let's let's quickly get in while yeah. we've got while we've got an hour left. Um, but you know, what we'd love to do is be able to go. You know what? It's podcasting day. Let's let's do a day of it. Um, so tell your friends, tell your family, thank you. <laughs> what a lovely <laughs> note to end on. Um, it's been a pleasure. See you soon, mate. Au revoir. Goodbye, dear listener. Au revoir. Goodbye.
Dirty Blueprint. This podcast was brought to you by Fitz and Sam. See you next week.